Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Deuteronomy 11. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, thank you for working with us, for warning us of things that would cause trouble, and even for disciplining us. We know that we need it. Amen. Deuteronomy 11. And you shall love Yahweh your God, and you shall keep his obligations, and his statutes, and his regulations, and his commandments always. And you shall realize today that it is not with your children, who have not known and who have not seen the discipline of Yahweh your God, his greatness, his strong hand, and his outstretched arm, and his signs and his deeds that he did in the midst of Egypt to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and all of his land, and what he did to the army of Egypt, and to their horses, and to their chariots, and how he made the water of the Red Sea flow over them when they pursued after them. And so Yahweh has destroyed them, as is the case today. And what he did to you in the desert until you came up to this place. And what he did to Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, the son of Reuben. How the earth opened its mouth wide and swallowed them, their households and their tents, and all of the living creatures that were in their possession and that were following along with them in the midst of all Israel. The fact of the matter is, your own eyes have seen all the great deeds of Yahweh that he did. And you must keep all of the commandments that I am commanding you today, so that you may have strength, and you may go, and you may take possession of that land which you are crossing to take possession of it so that you may live long on the land that Yahweh swore to your ancestors to give it to them, and to their offspring a land flowing with milk and honey. For the fact is that the land that you are about to go into, to take possession of, it is not like the land of Egypt from which you have come out of, where you sow your seed and you give water by your foot as in a vegetable garden. But the land that you are about to cross into to take possession of it is a land of hills and valleys, and by the rain of the heaven it drinks water, a land that Yahweh your God is caring for it. Continually the eyes of Yahweh your God are on it, from the beginning of the year up to the end of the year. And it will happen that if you listen carefully to my commandments that I am commanding you today, to love Yahweh your God, and to serve him with all of your heart and with all of your soul, then I will send the rain for your land in its season early rain and latter rain, and you will gather your grain and your wine and your olive oil, and I will give vegetation in your field for your livestock, and you will eat your fill. Take care so that your heart is not easily deceived, and you turn away, and you serve other gods, and you bow down to them, and then the anger of Yahweh will be kindled against you, and he will shut up the heavens, and there shall not be rain, and so the ground will not give its produce, and you will perish quickly from the good land that Yahweh is giving to you. And you shall put these, my words, on your heart and on your inner self, and you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and let them be as an emblem between your eyes, and you shall teach them to your children by talking about them when you sit in your house and when you travel on the road and when you lie down and when you get up. And you shall write them on the door frames of your house and on your gates, so that they may multiply your days and the days of your children on the land that Yahweh swore to your ancestors to give it to them, as long as heaven endures over the earth. Yes, if you diligently keep all this commandment that I am commanding you to observe it, 
by loving Yahweh your God, by walking in all his ways, and by holding fast to him. Then Yahweh will drive out all of these nations before you, and you will dispossess nations larger and more numerous than you. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads, it shall be yours. Your boundary will be from the desert, and Lebanon from the river, the river Euphrates, on up to the western sea. No one can take a stand against you. Your dread and your fear, Yahweh your God, will put on the surface of all the land where you tread, just as he promised you. See, I am setting before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing if you listen to the commandments of Yahweh your God that I am commanding you today, and the curse if you do not listen to the commandments of Yahweh your God, but rather you turn from the way that I am commanding you today to go after other gods that you have not known. And it will happen that when Yahweh your God has brought you to the land that you are going to, to take possession of it, then you shall pronounce the blessing on Mount Gerizim and the curse on Mount Ebal. Are they not beyond the Jordan toward the west in the land of the Canaanites, living in the Jordan Valley, opposite Gilgal, beside the Terebinth of Morah? For you are now about to cross the Jordan to go to take possession of the land that Yahweh your God is giving to you, and you will take possession of it and live in it. And you must diligently observe all the rules and the regulations that I am setting before you today. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Moses has been telling the Israelites how important it is to keep the laws of God. He has made several arguments and used stories from their history to make the various points. In chapters 9 and 10, Moses was making the point that God didn't choose them because they were righteous, and he used the story of the golden calf to show that they were not righteous. In chapter 11, Moses made a point about how they were in a covenant with God, with the discussion of the Ten Commandments written on two tablets and kept in the ark. Now, in chapter 11, Moses is making the point that God will punish disobedience and reward obedience. He starts out by saying that they have seen what Yahweh did to Egypt. He stresses that they have seen this with their own eyes. Now, since it has been 40 years since they left Egypt and all the fighting men over 20 years old died because of their sin, that means Of the men, only those over 40 years old would actually remember the events of Egypt, but that would still be a large group. So Moses points out how God punished Egypt. Then he reminds them of Dathan and Abiram, who had stood up against Moses and Aaron, and who had been swallowed up by the earth, with their whole families, tents, and goods. So Moses says, the Israelites need to be careful to keep all of the commandments. If they do, they will live a long time on the promised land. He says it is a good land that gets rain, not like Egypt, where they had to carry water from the Nile River to water their crops. Moses says God is himself taking care of the land of Canaan to give it rain, to make it fertile. But, Moses says, that if they turn away from Yahweh to serve other gods, then Yahweh will make it not rain on the land, and they will die. So Moses says they need to keep the law on them all the time constantly reminding themselves and teaching to their children. He mentions tying it to themselves and putting it on their doorposts. It may have been figurative language, but later generations would take it quite literally and have small scrolls of the law tied to their bodies and attached to their doorframes. If they keep God's law, then he will give them victory over all of the nations in the land and expand their borders. So, Moses says they have two options. If they follow Yahweh, 
they get a blessing. If they don't, they get a curse. And he tells them that once they come into the land, they should stand on two mountains that are near each other as a sort of amphitheater and repeat the blessings and the curses. We'll get into that at the end of the book of Deuteronomy. And now for a deeper dive. Moses makes it very clear that if they follow Yahweh, they will be blessed. If they turn away from Yahweh, they will be cursed. So, is that true today? Or was that only true back then? Well, I would say it is true today, but Yahweh is patient. Also, if he punished every sin immediately, there would be no place for faith. But God hasn't promised Christians that they will have all the rain they need if they just keep God's commandments. I do think that God does interact with us in our lives. Sometimes, that is just the natural way things work. If you treat other people badly, you will naturally get a bad reputation and things won't go so well for you. But I also think that God intervenes in our lives and gives us hard times to train us. Not necessarily a punishment, though sometimes it is. The book of Hebrews quotes from Proverbs about God disciplining his children and applies it to his readers. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 7, he says, Endure it for discipline. God is dealing with you as sons. For what son is there whom a father does not discipline? So yes, I think God does discipline us today. I don't think we can say that all of the time we will immediately receive good and bad from our actions, but in general, and in the end, we will. Fortunately, we all get better than we deserve. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.